Welcome to the Dash Mindset Podcast. I'm Sherry Ziedenbergen. You were born, you're gonna die, and your adventure is your dash in between. So make the most of it. Unlock your potential in all aspects of your dash by embracing your uniqueness and living in a way that's authentic to you. Not by doing more things, but by focusing on the right things. I'm a former corporate leader turned coach who's on my own journey, and I'm passionate about helping you on your journey too. So on the podcast, we'll explore how to live authentically by deciphering who you truly are and what you truly want. Are you ready to take a step toward designing your dash? Someday doesn't actually exist. So let's do it now. Hello, and welcome to the Dash Mindset Podcast. This is episode number 15. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about this time of year, because it's an especially hectic time of year. It's a particularly potentially challenging time of year, maybe even a little frantic, right? And regardless of what you're celebrating, if anything, it's it's the holiday season. There are a lot of events. There's a lot of chaos in the stores, a lot of traffic. There are kids getting home from school and potentially being home from break right now if you're listening to this during break. It's the end of the year. We're trying to cram a lot of stuff in. There's just a lot, a lot of additional coordination and even more stuff on our to-do list this time of year, right? So I would love to send you a little bit of encouragement to help you get through the time, but not just get through, to actually potentially enjoy it. And if not this year, if this year your, your schedule is so crammed and you're just in it right now, what I would love for you to do is think about how you can potentially change your experience for next year. Because it's going to be the same thing then, right? <laughs> Every year, I'm surprised that it's already Christmas and it's the 25th of December every year. Nothing new there, but every year I just feel like, oh my gosh, is it really that time again? There's no surprise. I have a calendar, all the things. But if you're feeling that way too, I want to give you a little encouragement. So again, no matter what you're celebrating or not celebrating, I have a friend who's Muslim and she puts up a Christmas tree. So, you know, we all do our own unique thing, but it's a busy time regardless. So in episode seven, I talked about getting curious with yourself. And I talked about getting curious about why you're doing the things you're doing, just considering and asking yourself, why do I do X? Why do I drive an old car? Why do I drive a new car? Why do I eat so many carbs? Whatever the thing is that you're doing, I really encourage you to ask yourself why. It's something I am constantly reminding myself to do because we all start operating on autopilot. We're we're all on autopilot to some degree. Otherwise, our heads would explode, right? So particularly this time of year, because there is so much going on, because we're in go, go, go mode, and there is a lot more coordination than even normal, whatever normal is, it's particularly hard sometimes just to step back and think. So that's what I would love for you to do. And I'm hoping this episode encourages you to do just that. So because of all the coordination, because of all the the chaos, I'll say, we have a tendency at this time of year in particular to have a different level of expectation of ourselves. We, if you, if you find yourself being a people pleaser, you may have even a higher level of people pleasing going on at this point because there are more people involved in more things, right? Back to that whole coordination and scheduling and all the things. Um, we have a lot of family dynamics at play this time of year. 
maybe if you experience guilt, you know, when it comes to certain things such as, I don't know, baking, not having a need to bake, not having a desire to bake with your kids or having a desire to bake all the time with your kids and potentially giving them too many carbs, whatever, whatever. If you have some mom guilt or dad guilt and as illogical as it might seem sometimes, you might experience that even more so this time of year. I know I do sometimes. I very much like to eat baked goods, but I don't necessarily want to bake the goods. And sometimes, you know, when I hear about friends or or just people I know who are baking, I don't know, 40 kinds of cookies over a weekend, I think, huh, that's okay that that doesn't actually occur to me, right? (laughs) I'd like to eat 40 types of cookies, but I don't want to bake 40 types of cookies. And I start to think, you know, I had this immediate reaction is, oh, that's okay. I'm still an okay mom, right? Even though I don't do that with my kids. That's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thought. I know that, but it's still one of those thoughts that swirls at this this time of year in particular. So I would just love for you to question at this time of year in particular, what is it that you're doing? Why are you doing it? And are you experiencing the type of experience you want to have? And if you're not, next year's another chance, right? So one of the things that, that spurred this on is, I mean, just having experienced hmm, 47 Christmases now, it's, you know, again, I'm, I'm surprised every year that it's already Christmas. So we have that going, but there's just a certain energy this time of year that I sometimes find to be exhausting. And the whole thought process around the holidays and those kinds of things in general, I would like, I would like it to be, you know, a time of year where I really connect with people, where I'm more relaxed than usual, where I'm taking time off. And sometimes it's the exact opposite, right? So I was having a conversation with someone recently who was saying that she goes to four different family events on Christmas Day. And this is something she and her husband have done for for a few years. Every Christmas, that's the that's the expectation they believe to exist. And they go to four different Christmases in one day. So I asked her, I said, so is that something you enjoy? What, you know, what's the deal here? (laughs) She doesn't particularly enjoy it. Neither does her husband, but that's what they've been doing. And because when we're in this go, go, go mode and so much is required of us, it's especially hard to stop and think, oh, what could we do differently here? Right? And then we find ourselves repeating the same behaviors, having the same experiences, experiencing the same level of exhaustion the following year, because that's just generally how it goes. And this happens with a lot of things in our life, but especially when it comes to this time of year. So she's, you know, and I I asked her, I said, well, what is it that, what is it that you want to experience? What would you and your husband like to do, you know, potentially together? And it's one of those things it had never really crossed her mind to consider that because we have so many dynamics at play, especially when we're combining different families, different traditions, all of those things, right? And we're in the habit of trying to make everybody happy a lot of the time. So she's going to step back and she's going to think about, okay, wait, what do what do we want? What could we potentially do here? So that's what I invite you to do too. And you know, if it's not Christmas that you celebrate, what about New Year's? I know New Year's, it's changed over the years now that I'm in my, oh gosh, late 40s. How, again, kind of like Christmas, how'd that happen? Um, 
it's different than it used to be. I remember when I was in my 20s thinking, oh gosh, you know, I really want to do something exciting on New Year's Eve. Excitement was something I was aiming for, which is kind of funny because when I think back to some of my favorite New Year's Eves, they were, you know, just hanging out with friends at a friend's house. And it was a small group of people, which is generally, that's something that I generally prefer. But for whatever reason, somewhere in my mind, it was built up that New Year's Eve had to be exciting. It was never really, none of my favorite New Year's Eves were ever really like that. So as you're celebrating New Year's Eve this year, or as a, as you're planning it, think about what do you want your New Year's Eve to be? Is exciting the word that comes to mind? That's not the case for me anymore. Is relaxing the word that comes to mind? Do you want it to be a time to really connect with the people most important in your life? Do you want to have a outrageous time and do something, have a new experience? You know, what is it that you're looking for? You know, some of my other favorite years have been when we are just home with our kids and I put on goofy hats and I've learned over the years that giving them the New Year's horns is probably not ideal. seems like a good idea at the time, but then when it actually happens, I'm thinking, no, maybe not. But when we tell them that it's later than it actually is. And we're watching the the New Year's Eve ball drop, you know, on TV. And luckily it is kind of nice that New York's an hour ahead, but they're night owls anyway. So we usually end up staying up until midnight and they figure it out. But those are some of my favorite experiences. So what about you? What are you really looking to experience? What do you really expect? What do you really want? And I encourage you to think it through as you're experiencing it, is this the experience I want to be having? One thing that struck me as odd when I first met my husband, (laughs) there are a lot of things about each of us that struck one another as odd, but he, I remember him saying that he really wanted to experience a relaxing Christmas day, which I thought was the weirdest thing ever because the word relaxing had never that had never come up in my mind. Who 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 has a relaxing Christmas? Who even considers that? And what would that even look like? Uh, but he and his family had always gone to a movie on Christmas Day. So first of all, the, the idea of having a relaxing Christmas was odd to me. Second of all, he said they went to a movie, and I thought, what? Who? I I it had never even occurred to me that movie theaters would be open on Christmas Day. Yet that was something he did every year. So I gave it a shot. I said, okay, let's do this movie thing. And I love it. And it's now a tradition of ours, something that never would have occurred to me, never, ever. And just having that, just the fact that he brought that idea up and we had a discussion about it allowed me to recognize, oh, wait, that is a thing. I love movies. Why wouldn't I love going to a movie on Christmas Day, right? So apparently other people have caught on to this whole thing because there are other people at movie theaters too. So they are open they, it's fantastic because there's no mess to clean up. You, you know, order food, they give it to you. It's just, and so then you're sick from, in a different way from the popcorn and all the caffeine, right? But um, not from a turkey gigantic meal, but it is so relaxing, so fun. And it's one of our favorite things on Christmas day. So that might be something that you consider. Another example of something that's just not I guess kind of the traditional thing is someone I used to work with, uh, she and her family would decide upon a different theme every year. And so some years they would have a Chinese theme. So they'd have Chinese food and everybody would bring a Chinese dish. One year it was Mexican. You know, I don't know what the other years were, maybe, I don't know, Vietnamese food one day, one, one year. But it was always, they really enjoyed the change of pace every year. 
And that in itself was a tradition. So they may not have had their the traditional type of meal, but they had their tradition of mixing it up. And it was a lot of fun. And, and you know, she and her family just loved it. So I loved the idea of that too. If you find yourself being kind of in a frenzied shopping mode, an idea that we, we didn't even actually, we weren't, it wasn't a thought that we were actually looking for, or we weren't trying to come up with ideas. But one thing that we have really grown to love is rather than shopping for more stuff for our kids, we really like the idea sharing an experience with them instead. So I could talk about travel forever and ever, but the experience that we like to have is a relatively inexpensive trip to somewhere just to have that experience. The whole point of it is not to have a relaxing experience because that's not really our thing necessarily. We love to explore and experience new things and kind of the opposite of a beach vacation. I'm not opposed to the beach, but it's just not our natural tendency. So we love to do that with our kids. And my husband has an amazing knack for finding really well-priced airline tickets, specifically to go internationally because international trips are often far cheaper for us and we love it. It really goes along with our whole, you know, exploration vibe. So we love to do that. And then I don't have this gigantic list of wants from my kids and figuring out, you know, I've never been, um, I've never attacked anyone or been attacked at a Walmart on Black Friday because I was trying to find the last whatever, right? Like they know, hey, we're, we're sharing this experience with you. That's the gift. And it is such a, first of all, I love the fact that the experience can't be taken away or returned in a white elephant exchange or, you know, put in a donation box later is something that they'll always have. And we just love having those experiences with them. And it's not more stuff coming into our house. So we really like that. And we try to share, we try to emphasize the desire with others if they're buying anything for our kids. You know, we really love experiences or maybe they are saving up for something in particular and and, um, would like money toward that instead. So those are just some thoughts. I used to, at one point in my mind, in my life, love Christmas shopping. I really did. And so if someone had shared the idea of an experience instead, I would have thought, no, that's nonsense. I love this Christmas shopping business. But that change has changed throughout my life. And maybe that's the case for you too. So I would love for you to just think about what, what you want your end of year your holiday season, your beginning of the year, what you would like that to look like. What do you want those experiences to be? And again, don't reschedule everything. Don't cancel a bunch of stuff. But just as you are going through this time, just stop and think about, is this experience I want to have? Is it relaxing? Is it quality time with the people you love? Is it exciting? Is it adventurous? Whatever it is you're looking for, is that what you're actually experiencing? And then really take time to think about, okay, if it's not, how could I potentially change it for next year? Another thing I just want to mention is that oftentimes, because this particular time of year is especially, uh, we're especially likely to people please and all those things. We have a tendency to, I think, as we were especially hesitant to to bring up the the um, 
desire or even the idea of of changing something, right? Because we have traditions, we have family dynamics that play a lot of things. And so our brain wants to keep us safe. Our brain doesn't want anyone to be mad at us. Our brain doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And so it automatically tells us, what if we hurt somebody's feelings? What if somebody gets mad, right? But if you were to reframe that and think through, what if everybody else would actually love to make a change too? What if the other people in my life don't actually want to attend four Christmas events on the same day either. What if it would actually be really helpful and it would really be exciting for everyone else if we had Christmas in July instead? What if there's just so many what ifs, we automatically, our brains automatically go to the negative assumptions, right? But what if you reframed that and what if some positive came from it instead? So this should be an exciting time if that's what you want it to be. And your experience is up to you. So I really encourage you to self-reflect, ask yourself some questions, get curious with other people, ask them questions too. And I hope you have an amazing remainder of your 2023. And I look forward to seeing you in 2024. Have a great one. Thanks so much for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player, tell your friends and leave us a review. Follow me on my social media platforms highlighted in the show notes and get in touch with me at the-mindset.com. Share the topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Thanks again for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. We'll see you next time. Design and differentiate your Dash, your way, and make today amazing.